0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Beef State. It is September 27th, 2023. Fall is in full effect. The leaves are falling. The football is a-flowing. The good times are happening. Nebraska got up to 2-2 two and two this weekend. Uh, welcome back to the Beef State Show. I am Joe Wheel. This is my good friend Scott Wyman. Uh, we are going to be talking about some breaking news with Eric Inguerson. uh Flipping his commit from Pitt to Nebraska. I'll talk a little bit about that. Obviously, a whole bunch about Louisiana Tech in that game against Nebraska. Uh a little tight maybe at some points, but I don't think we we're ever too concerned. Obviously always feels good to win. Uh and then we're gonna touch on some other big ten games of the weekend. Uh Scott, how was your uh situation watching the game? Was it uh stress free as it was it felt for me?
1: Uh yeah. I honestly when it got to that rain delay, I was just like, Can we just shake hands and be done?
0: Yeah, I felt because
1: that. I, if we were If this was, like, a high school game, it'd be, like, start the running clock, you know, after an hour rain delay. Anything after the rain delay, I'm not counting.
0: Yeah, I kind of get that. I mean, I I, I would, yeah, I think you're probably right.
1: You know, the defense looked a little flat. You were out for an hour. You're up by 21. Uh, What was interesting, uh, we were texting back and forth at Purdy being in, and Mm -hmm. they actually came out and said that Harburg was not good to go after the rain delay. So I think that was just the stiffness and soreness thing. I mean, the kid didn't yeah. carry the ball twenty times.
0: Yeah, but, he um, was, he's good to go. He's definitely good to go. And I think he could have, if need be, but when you're up, you know, I think he was up twenty one at the time or fourteen, whatever it was. I think they were fine to put uh, Chuba in. All right, so let's talk uh, quickly. Eric Ingwersen, class of twenty twenty four, homegrown kid of, from Papillion La Vista, a six foot seven tight end, a big old Clydesdale. Uh, just switched from Pitt to nebraska so go ahead eat shit pit uh he talked to mike sauter over at herd at sports uh herd at media herd at sports whatever uh her dad's making a big dive into uh into high school yeah high school well, yeah. oh yeah
1: they've been big into high school stuff they've gotten a lot of so uh damon benning obviously really connected with the program seems to mm-hmm. really like that rule And so you're getting uh, a lot of good Matt rule content from Damon Benning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're diving solder. Solder has been great covering the high school space. Uh, Nebraska high school football is definitely on the up. Uh, So Mm -hmm. yeah, it just feels good. feels like the whole state in general is being appreciated, not only by the media, but by the university as well. I mean, by the time we finished this class, we could have eight or nine in-state kids being offered. Right. Um, And back when I was in high school, it would be like two. Mm-hmm. even when scott frost was here be less than five i don't know if we ever got to more than five in state commits right so it's great it's great for the kids i think it's great for the program these kids probably aren't going to transfer they're going to be giving it uh 100 effort in the weight room and off the field until they hit the field so i think this is what a lot of people have been asking for um these guys might not have the same top end talent as all the other kids but you know they're going to stick around, and so it definitely raises the floor of your program significantly. Right. But we're talking about top-end talent uh, or the ceiling. I think uh, this commit really has maybe the highest... See, I, I I struggled there. If you could see, how it was like... I didn't want to commit on how I said his last name. How do you say his last name? I'm saying Ingwersen. Okay. I, I was like, do I give it an attempt or do I, I just say it? <laughs> just right on blocks? through?
0: No, you got yeah. it.
1: So, um, he he actually might have one of the highest ceilings of any kid in the state, and that's just a lot of that comes down to his frame, and it might, mm-hmm. might not even be on offense.
0: Yeah, he's got just like classic Nebraska high school uh, tape, just bigger than everyone. <laughs> just one of those like suburb kids who's just far far larger than everyone. Just out gallivanting in the secondary. can yeah. you know, run routes, can do all that stuff you larger than move, everyone on the field, he, yeah. He,
1: he, he, a lot of people are saying he might even be a hybrid, split-out type guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you can use him, and Papio does this, extended from the line of scrimmage, detached from the line of scrimmage. Um, but yeah, honestly, I, I'm going to keep coming back to this because he plays a really nasty defensive end, and he seems to fit the same size profile as a Ty Robinson.
0: Oh, really? You think you could see? Because uh, I think he's getting taken as a tight end, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's how we understand yep. that. Yeah, twenty four seven does ha- have him listed as a defensive lineman. I actually just noticed that. Uh, he did list family as a big as a big deal uh, in Flippington, Nebraska, which isn't a huge surprise, right? Like guys yeah. want to be around family. That's just a thing that doesn't really change with time. Uh, say, I think he said he had like twenty nieces and nephew or twenty cousins or something. Kid's got a big family. Uh, yeah. and that's, hey, that never hurts. Is
1: he the oldest? Is he the oldest of all of them?
0: Uh, that's th- that tone makes me think yes
1: and you gotta think Uh, maybe there's gonna be some more Huskers out of that group
0: see that's what I'm saying that's why you <laughs> see that's why you gotta stay in state you gotta get the kids cause then you get the right. legacies and then you get you know the nephews and the cousins and you you know really you want like a fraternity of humans right, right. You want like a fraternity of humans around the building so when you you know have some success, you know, successful football players have successful football player children generally. Right. Even if, if they have yep. one or two, they generally make good coaches. They generally make good, uh, you know, leaders and their kids generally grow up as we've seen with, uh, certain five-star quarterbacks, uh, around the country. That yeah. Might, right.
1: Might exactly. Right. Um, I think his uncles are legacy to Nebraska, to playing in Nebraska as well. um, yeah, honestly, I, I'm feeling defensive line with him. Just, we I know he's really excited when he was talking to Mike Sautter, uh, in the interview that um, he wanted to be a tight end. They talked a lot about playing tight end and just mm-hmm. threw in defensive end in there at the end. Um, but, you know, you do already kind of have Carter Nelson in his class. So that kind of leads me to think maybe they're also thinking about him on both sides. Maybe we start him on one side and put him on the other because um, our, our defense doesn't heavily emphasize skills. You don't have to to be a defensive end. You don't have to play edge all the time. Um, you do have to be an is, athlete, though. You do have to be an athlete, which right. he is. Right? Yes, exactly. You, so you don't have to have all the technique to play like a traditional 4-3 strong side defensive end mm-hmm. to still be super successful at defensive end in our defense. So it's definitely a, a thing where he could switch after one or two years and still be really, really good.
0: Yeah, 100%. Athlete can play anywhere. Big, huge motherfucker. I mean, yeah. big, big kid. Six foot seven, how, 235. How
1: heavy, if you're going to guess. How heavy is he by the time he graduates?
0: So, Isla says 235. Uh, on that couch, he was sitting with Mike Sauter. It looked like he could have eaten Mike Sauter. Uh, it, uh, pretty easily. I seen mean
1: 245, but you the, the, the lower number is usually the correct one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to say he can be up to 265 by the time he graduates.
0: Graduates high school? No, 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 no. Call oh, call. I was going to say. Damn, he really is going to eat Mike Soder. Um,
1: what, what is his uh, what is his NFL draft scouting profile say for the week?
0: Uh, I don't know if is that twenty four seven that does the scouting. Uh, no, I
1: meant I meant when he when he graduates from Nebraska.
0: Oh, when he graduates from Nebraska, I mean, there's all I, the tight end comparisons are my favorite thing when guys get drafted because there's only like three the list. The guy is yeah, either Travis wrong. Kelsey, uh, who
1: yeah it's travis kelsey gronk or um uh, uh Kittle. What's, what's buddy yeah <laughs> buddy if you can if you can block if you're six foot seven your comparison is gronk no matter what yeah uh if you're a little bit shorter and you're a route runner it's kelsey and then um if you're more of a hybrid then it's Kittle.
0: yeah there's only three tight ends right. you're either that or nothing else okay. they're all awesome right yeah okay uh So Nebraska did play a game against Louisiana Tech. Uh, I know people aren't super happy with the way that turned out. Nebraska 28 over Louisiana Tech 14. I was never super stressed. I thought Nebraska had pretty good control of that game, and I think Louisiana Tech really only moved the ball in some, I don't want to say broken plays, but just getting the ball in Smoke Harris's hand, letting him make some, uh, some, honestly, some pretty good plays. Uh, But for me, the... Main concern kind of came down to we haven't seen our defense kind of I didn't think that was the greatest game for our defense, uh, no sacks I believe I don't know what the final tally ended up being, um, no sacks I didn't love the lack of pressure on the quarterback those are all my my only two real yeah. takeaways there was a lot I mostly took positives away uh, offensively I didn't love the special team effort I don't think anyone did you know missing kicks. Loved the fake field goal. Loved that it worked. You know, people can kind of talk about things that happened in this game that didn't work, that, oh, same old Nebraska, we're missing kicks, we're fumbling on special teams even though we get back on the ball. But I took I took kind of the, hey, all that shit happened and we still found a way to win. Um, I mean, it's against a lesser opponent, but, you know, with the rain delay, that game was 28-7 to 7, pretty well in hand. We had, a you know, multiple huge touchdowns taken back that... You know, I, I I didn't love some of the penalties called on us. I thought they were a little uh, tiki taki a few times. I thought we could have gotten some holding calls, but regardless, Nebraska ran the football absolutely everywhere over Louisiana Tech. Anthony Grant, Heinrich Carberg, torching multiple times. I love some of those plays. Anthony Grant toe tapping down the sideline. And Scott, I kind of want to start here.
1: Who else, who else got a good carry? Uh, you were right on this. We touched on this last episode. Billy Kemp getting some carries. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Billy Kemp was a—he was a little of an all-around weapon in that game. A rushing touchdown, seventy-one yards, dude. I don't—I don't love this narrative that we have horrible wide receivers. I get that we're not passing the football. I get that there's not a lot of that going on. Um, I think we have some solid guys. I don't think we have—you know—guys that are necessarily going to light it up. I think we. Here's what it is:
1: we we have a lack of separation. We have a lot of guys who can play possession style receiver. We don't have a lot of speed. Uh, We don't. I I mean, Billy Kemp, not the fastest guy who's ever played slot receiver. He's a great route runner. He's like very sure-handed NFL comp, probably like Wes Welker, right? Uh, But he's not going to like beat coverages. You need we need someone on the outside who's going to stretch the field. That's someone who could have been, you know, Xavier Betts. That's who they want Tommy Hill to be. Whenever Tommy Hill's in, it's like. Okay, let me just back up ten steps because I know he's running a fly.
0: Hey, I just rewatched that tape, and I know he fumbled, so it was definitely a terrible play by him. But that kick return that he was bringing out, he hit like a third gear. He was absolutely moving he right got, when yeah, that ball he's
1: came. Fast. Out. He's probably the fastest guy on the team. That's why they put him there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they and they only put him there to stretch the field. We just don't. We don't have anyone who can separate on uh, late breaking routes. We don't have anyone who can. We have Tommy Hill, so he can stretch the field, but you know, he's not playing all that much. I would love to see the freshman receivers get in. Cause I think that from what I said, from the Colorado game, they change the way that everyone else is covered. Mm-hmm. When you have threats on the outside that you have to shift your coverage towards.
0: Yeah. And that's what we, cause I think no matter what we want, this is the way that this team is built. They want to run the football primarily and they're not looking mm-hmm. to, you know, partway through the season turn into a spread offense, but Just having that threat downfield is really all we're looking for because you don't need to throw the ball, you know, forty times a game to win here. Especially the way our schedule is looking, you just, you know, you need some, you need some deep threat at, you know, some level.
1: Dude, um, who's looking good though? Uh, (laughs) Fedoni looks like an actual Terminator.
0: He does. He he looks
1: like a he looks like a T two out there. He is like one thousand, please one thousand. He's a robot running through the field uh, and. The, one, the catch he made was pretty legit. Yeah, um, That was a great catch.
0: Three straight games with a touchdown for Thomas Fedoni.
1: I'm pretty sure that's on like four
0: catches too. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> he's
1: yeah. just an automatic score.
0: Yeah, he had a um, See, every tight end has a comp. His is Gronk. scores all the time and he's huge and he's always got a brace on. We talked about he's this
1: earlier. He's certainly come around at blocking. Um, our receivers, I will give our receivers some, some cred. The option runs do not hit like they do. The quarterback run game does not hit like it does if the receivers aren't blocking downfield.
0: Yeah, and so
1: those guys are clearly bought in. Like you can tell if receivers are bought in, even when they're not catching the football and a team's not throwing it, by how well they block. So um, they're 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 all obviously good teammates. that block blocking really well. Mm-hmm. The option plays are hitting. Uh, Heinrich Harburg has never pitched the ball once in his life. Every nope. every single read is a key read mm-hmm. to him. And I'm gonna whatever, do it
0: myself. Doing it. Hey, it was or, working. I was working big time. He was torching. He was torching guys. I couldn't believe like, how he much he took off.
1: So hard to the side that the overflow of the second level defenders is so much that the cutback lanes are always just unreal.
0: Dude, he holds that thing high and tight too. Like he's probably sacrificing one and a half miles per hour with how high and tight he runs because he keeps it way up here and he keeps it so tight that he's like arching his back like this. Like he could probably add another one two miles an hour onto his top speed if he gets a little loose with the a little looser with the ball, which is not something we recommend for a nebraska quarterback especially uh
1: he he also does the taylor martinez thing where as soon as he crosses the line of scrimmage he's straight up and down just sprinting just in sprint form (laughs) it's so i'm kind of worried about the hits you take when you're like that because his pad level is as high as can be
0: but Mm -hmm.
1: he is yeah it's like he hits the line he turns north south and he is like he just turns it into a foot race
0: yeah we got team magic at qb baby Team magic H. was in the house as well. That felt good. Yeah, that, that did feel good. good. He's
1: kind of like our Andrew
0: Luck. I think it, 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 yeah, I feel like you could say we have a lot of Andrew Luck's.
1: Yeah, but he kind of never got to finish. We never had to see full force Team magic
0: right? Yeah, We got Big fair. Ten
1: Offensive Player of the Year his junior year. Senior year comes out strong. Oh, he changes throwing oh. motion. He can actually throw. He's like 80% completion through the first four games, and then busted up his foot.
0: Here, I want to talk about this quick. Because um, Heinrich Harberg's completion percentage was not great, right? There's no... Uh, there's,
1: Ooh, that was tough, yeah. There's that no was... doubt about
0: that. However, I do want to... Uh, his completion percentage was 47%. I do want to caveat that with a few things, right? Um, he didn't play the full game. He did lead a two-minute drive at the end of the first half, which is something we have struggled with, to lead those kinds of drives. Uh, and receivers were getting held in the backfield. There was at least one penalty called. I actually thought his throw to Bullock in the back of the end zone was a pretty nice throw that Bullock had a shot at. I actually thought he should have had a flag thrown there in the end zone. But, you know, the thing is, I mean, it was his second start. He's played little to no actual time in college football until the last two games. So I'm not, I mean, this is still a very much developing quarterback. You know, he was not a major contender in the mix last year. He did not get a lot of reps last year, to my no. understanding. In practice, he probably
1: fell last year, based on the way that they played offense. Uh, Torres was probably out of Harburg on the depth chart.
0: Yeah, I think he was. So that means
1: Harburg was probably at least fourth or fifth. Yeah. Um and now they were saving his Torres' redshirt, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it was pretty clear. So, you know, you had Smothers, you had Purdy, you had Casey. Torres, in practice, was probably getting a lot more development, a lot more coaching than Farberg was, just because he fit the offense that Whipple wanted to run. Uh, we got to keep tabs on Torres, because a lot of people said he's got, like, NFL arm. So, we should, um, I don't even know, where did he transfer? We don't have to answer that right now, but mental note, keep tabs on Torres.
0: Yeah, somebody write that down
1: does this thing so the deep balls don't have any touch uh it felt like half the passes we threw were just deep balls in this game am i wrong there um there's some nice lance
0: he,
1: he just way overthrows everything and i think like you'd almost rather do like the joe flacco underthrow it and then uh get the pi every time but yeah uh, i guess that, i mean it would be it would be more effective when, when stuff is way overthrown you don't give the defense right. a chance to commit pi
0: right yeah um well like i'm saying like that's you know his his throwing i don't see it as oh we can't fix that we can't do anything about that i mean he has yeah
1: yeah, you can always right that's it's all mechanics and it's all repetition the deep ball is all field uh there's some bad habits like when he gets pressure off the edge he just flattens out his feet Mm -hmm. instead of climbing the pocket he just stands um basically just resets flattens out his feet like he's taking a snap so he can juke around the pressure or make a quick throw but because you're doing that any throw that you're going to make is going to be just from the waist up and it has to just be on a beeline which is one inaccurate two very interceptable um or what you're going to do after that is scramble around after you've gotten your feet set and or feet flattened out like that and the play is basically broken and we have already covered that the receivers don't do a yeah. great job of separating. So
0: yeah, Eric, I heard that Eric Baker in the chat. said Whipple told Harburg to not bother coming to the quarterback room. I actually heard that today too. Um, so for a guy to come in and play, you know, at In Memorial Stadium in front of all those fans, I think he's played pretty well. I don't, you know, and it's just ah, I keep coming back to this with the Jeff Sims uh Heinrich Harburg thing. I wanted Jeff Sims to start that game against LaTeX, not necessarily because I thought he was the better option per se. I just thought this was a great, maybe the last chance to see what he can do because I knew if Heinrich played decent, uh, I'm assuming he's going to come into Michigan as a starter. I don't know how you kind of reason, hey, let's throw Jeff Sims back in the mix. I don't know how that works out. I don't think that's going to work out like that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. um, But the thing is now it's tough to have a guy who has had two – terrible games uh then have to go and play you know sit on it for two weeks yeah and then have to go play against maybe the best defense in the country certainly the best defense you're going to face this year um and it you know ask him to not turn the ball over it's just not going to happen i think it has to be i actually do think it's going to be our this week we've gotten some things out of camp that says jeff sims is not 100 yet not camp uh practice
0: um, yeah, uh, Satterfield just kind of straight up said that, I believe. Yeah. Said he's still does
1: that contradict the news that we were getting last week?
0: No, I don't. I think, because we don't know the exact injury. I just assume it's an ankle. Oh,
1: it's ankle, yeah. Yeah,
0: ankle and just some of those, sometimes those things are just odd, right?
1: Yeah, right. It's like a six-week injury until you're really 100%. Yeah, and
0: those, I mean, who knows? I mean,
1: you can be back. You Swelling can be, can be- on track and, and and have no setbacks, and you're never going to feel like yourself probably until the end of the season. Um, those things don't just don't heal right. right. It takes a long, long time. And you know, while you're running on it, it's not necessarily going to be worse, and you might not be in like immediate mm-hmm. pain, and nothing's getting worse. But it's never going to be great. Does that really affect him as a quarterback? I don't super think so. Um, I do think you should probably, because of the nature of the type of athlete he is. Now I don't know if he would agree to do this. I think if this, if it was reversed, I think Harburg would agree to do this. But with how few running backs we have now that we're willing to play, because it doesn't seem like they're thrilled with playing Emmett Johnson, um, I think you have to find a way to get whoever is not starting a quarterback in the backfield.
0: Well, yeah, I I don't I would like to go on record. I don't think that's happening. I understand, I and I it's agree that
1: right. I think you're right. It's yeah. not. Yeah. If it were reversed and Heinrich Harburg, you know, boom lost his pinky finger would he (laughs) play running back
0: uh no i don't think he would play i mean i don't think he'd be taking straight handoffs i think they would do what they did where they put him in an h-back against minnesota and try to get him the ball somewhere in space which which i if jeff sims gets healthy and you know nebraska you know plays well with harburg hey he's the guy i think they probably try to use jeff sims somewhere which I don't yeah. think is necessarily the end of the world for Jeff Sims. Uh, if he's not going to play quarterback for this uh, season, it might not be the worst idea in the world to try another position because he's clearly very athletic. Uh, he struggled with well, turnovers. If
1: he doesn't, if he doesn't work as a quarterback here, he's just going to transfer. Hmm.
0: Probably, probably. Um, but you know, two stops. It not you know having turnover problems, not quite working out. I don't know. You know, I mean, I'd, I hope. The best for the kid, I hope uh yeah. I mean kid he's we've, seen it. we've seen it before two years younger for than me
1: fix the right situation um yeah, yeah, and he will have suitors, there will be power five teams looking for jeff sims uh
0: k state probably uh, and
1: and people who think they can fix him because those problems that he has are all very fixable k state k state would take me think.
0: probably k state, yeah, that feels right hey, let me ask you this uh, while I got you here um why the hell did we not have any sacks against La Tech? How does that happen?
1: Um, three man pressure, eight man drop. Uh, didn't want to get burned. They had a ton of good athletes, really, really good athletes. I mean, we saw that. Um, you know, the coldest Crawford, who was would have been our best athlete at wide receiver, is you know maybe the third or fourth best.
0: Hey, he made a couple of plays uh, for we, us on a a Saturday.
1: What was that
0: he made a few plays for us on Saturday?
1: <laughs> um literally. They ran a bunch of screens. They they were really good in the quick passing game. They'd shown screens on tape. The best way to do that is just keep defenders back. Don't blitz, don't rush too many. Um we couldn't. I mean, we were getting some inside pressure. I thought Nash did a really good job.
0: Um Dude, how about Nash on that fourth down where they tried to sneak it right over him?
1: No, yeah, you're not right. <laughs> He's basically like uh was a bad comp. We're doing a lot of NFL comps this episode,
0: but uh, Yeah. We're kind of joking when we do these. We're not Entirely serious. Right, right, uh, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're talking like a B grade, uh, and now it's escaping me. But uh Eagles defensive lineman. Oh uh Amateur
0: NASCAR driver Carter. Amateur NASCAR? an amateur NASCAR driver on <laughs> yeah. Eagles?
1: Yeah, it's uh Jalen Carter, yeah. Is he real oh <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, moving on? Uh, uh so Nebraska's uh, sixth in rushing offense, first in rushing defense. Um okay. Here's what I got to say about this, right? People are immediately going to say, well, Nebraska hasn't played anyone. Well, we play Michigan. Uh, I mean, we play Michigan this weekend. Well,
1: so Minnesota Minnesota got 40, 55 rushing yards against us. They are over 200 in all their other opponents.
0: Oh, yeah. They want to run the football more than pretty much anyone. I mean, we everyone in the them, Big we Ten West wants to
1: 60 40 passing offense. They basically exclusively threw the football in the second half. Yeah. And their coach even came out and said that our just our run defense was too good.
0: And coming into this weekend against Michigan, People are going to say that, and I think it's you know, somewhat fair. You know, hey, we're still early in the season. Um, you know, let's see how this looks in Big Ten play. I think it's going to hold up. I really do.
1: Well, and you look Michigan, at Michigan. See, this is the real. This is as real deal of a test as it gets. Michigan is like the premier run-the-ball football team in the country. Like, you can say, like, Army, Air Force, like, they're going to run the ball out of, like, they want to run the ball more than Michigan does. But yeah. Michigan could run the ball. On Alabama, Michigan could run the ball in Georgia. Like whoever you put Michigan against, they're going to be getting good yard. Like this, this is probably the best rushing attack in the country.
0: This is uh, see. I don't know if I agree with that. I got to be honest. I'm I'm here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to pick Nebraska to win this weekend, right? Um, do I, well, think... I?
1: What I'm saying is we're going to know exactly how good the rushing defense
0: is, right? Because um, it's you know I don't think Nebraska could beat the second best team in the country. I would not give them a chance. However, I don't know if Michigan is necessarily the best team in the country, at least right now. Uh, And we're not previewing quite yet, but I mean, Michigan has maybe the easiest schedule of a power five team in the country, East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling green, and then Rutgers being their best opponent, which they were, you know, barely leading at halftime. Um, I mean, it's been, we'll talk about Big Ten over the weekend. It was weird. Well, they, didn't been have, weird. Uh, they didn't
1: have Buddy on the sideline. They didn't Harbaugh, have Harbaugh.
0: They did against Rutgers. No. God, I miss Harbaugh. I love having Harbaugh on the sidelines. I, I kind of realized that. I love every single shot I can give. get of uh, Harbaugh, no matter what he's doing. I want a camera. This is why, see, this is how, we, this is the real way we need Deion Sanders to change the game because I want a camera following around PJ Fleck. I want a camera following around Harbaugh. I want a camera falling around. B- Bilima, I need to see what these guys are like 24 7. These guys are so weird. I just need to see what Harbaugh's do. I need to see him chugging. Harbaugh milk. is
1: the weirdest. Harbaugh is the weirdest. <laughs> so he is weird. definitely a guy. I can see him going in at halftime before he addresses the players, sneaks back to his little corner of the locker room, and uh, opens up a pint of milk, chugs oh, it yeah. quick, Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I need to wipe his
1: face, ready to go.
0: He makes uh, weird noises while he drinks it, too. He's real freaky.
1: Flaps his stomach a few times. Do you Dude, remember he took his shirt off in
0: practice? Oh, that was awesome. Got the boys going. Dude, Michigan, going. here's the thing. Michigan hasn't even played a road game yet. These have all been home games. And not that they've, you know, necessarily struggled, but, like, these have not been pretty wins. And, yeah, Harbaugh's not been there, but, I mean, they were beating...
1: Matt, Matt Rule, Like, sorry, Eric in the chat. Matt Rule licking his lips raw on the sideline. Oh,
0: we haven't even talked about Matt Rule on the sideline we licking were, his we lips. We were early to
1: that. We were early to that. Uh, oh, I think of I course. Texted you. We we're in like the second game, and I was like, "What mm-hmm. the heck is he doing?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is. Um, I'm glad. Here's here's what I'll say. Matt Rule's accomplished a lot in his coaching career. He's not from here. I'm glad that he's nervous about coaching Nebraska football.
0: Do you think that's what it was? You think he's nervous? I do.
1: Think it, it, it was a nervous tick. He looked insane.
0: I think, you know what I think it was? I think he felt, he was like, damn, I'm a little, he walked up to Corey Campbell, strength and conditioning coach. He's like, oh, I'm feeling a little tired. I'm feeling a little, you know, a little sluggish before this uh, this game. Punches him in the stomach and he just dumps all the beta alanine he has down his throat and he washes it down with a whole bunch of water and he's just tingling all over there was definitely there had to have been some sort of substance in his system and my
1: rule was was doing the alphabet backwards with his
0: tongue a thousand percent he was on pre-workout i would bet everything i own that that was just straight up pre-workout because he wasn't doing it again
1: um yeah i mean it's been every week so far Dude, Uh, you have uh (laughs) what i'll also say uh
0: he's he 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 has a good barber oh you like his you like his lineup
1: I like the lineup. I like the beard. I like the fade. I like the coloring. Oh yeah, because I don't think he has like a good like. You see him in the wrong light, it's like this dude's really bald. But you see him in the right light after a good haircut, and you're like, he's he's looking sharp.
0: He's got some nice. nice He's got. Is he wearing a smock? Have I noticed this? It feels like he's not really wearing a smock.
1: He everywhere Matt Rule goes, it's as a part of his contract. Yes, that's what I'm
0: saying. I don't remember. Am I just not noticing the smock because he's too busy licking his lips? Okay. Yeah.
1: And then he wears like black pants with it, so you can't see where it ends.
0: That's right, because he's got the smock guy on retainer. Yep. Yeah.
1: He's got this. And when he came and interviewed for Nebraska, he also at the end of the interview rolled out three pieces of paper for different smock designs here. <laughs> nice. Like these are in pre-production. I've yeah, I've been
0: working through. on this. I had a feeling as soon as I was fired from Carolina. Oh, also, hey Carolina, how are you come you guys are owing three? I was told uh, Matt Rule was a problem. What the hell is going on in Carolina. Huh? they still, bizarre. Bizarre.
1: They it still think. It is truly bizarre how weird that an NFL fan base has bec- has gotten over a college football team, uh, a guy, one coach, one coach who did like not worse than your last coach. I don't know what their problem is. Dude, they, I,
0: I don't get it. I mean, Frank Wright. Even, also, the mean, hiring of they should have been Carolina, more concerned.
1: Carolina is a weird fan base. There's no other fan base that's like that.
0: Also, why the hell yeah. they hire Frank Wright? Like you're coming at you're coming at Nebraska fans. Oh, don't get excited about Matt Rule. He stinks. You guys hired Frank Reich. Worry about Frank Reich. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you guys coming at us? We didn't even do anything. Huh?
1: Yep. <laughs> you're right. Your ownership decided to tr- change directions three different times with the quarterback spot during the tenure. Uh what was his Matt Rule's quarterbacks while he was there? Sam Darnold, uh, Baker Mayfield, and uh Camp Newton.
0: Oh god, I forgot them. What the hell was Matt Rule supposed to do? They were making him play Cam Newton out there. After yeah, New, England, New England, post New England. Oh, good lord. Okay. Um,
1: Jeff Sims.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about this weekend uh, in Big Ten before we close out the show. But uh, I mean, shit. This is a total sidebar. What, what are the Panthers going to do with Bryce Young? Because he's so small. That was the major concern coming in. Oh, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. He's already hurt. It's been like two he's games. Already,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, who else would kind of like that his first year? Uh, well, Baker and Kyler, sure. both smaller guys, kind of I, – I think they want that offense to look like um the Saints. I think the best-case scenario is like Drew Brees with the Saints. Yeah. Is what Bryce Young is.
0: Yeah, Bryce is so, so You're, you're going to need
1: good receivers. You're going to need to get good receivers. And they don't have that. Um And Drew Brees also had a really good offensive line every year with the Saints.
0: Right. Okay. Um, uh, oh, Real quick, before yeah. we
1: move on to the Big Ten – josh fleeks switching to running back
0: oh yeah thank you yeah josh fleeks moved to running back obviously paid receiver he was previously with matt roulette baylor correct yeah he is basically 35 years old
1: he thought he was gonna be like a player coach uh type of deal he had a ton of experience at baylor um i think he's he's one of those like COVID year plus injury year plus redshirt year like 24 years old Came in overweight. Well, guess what? Running back weight requirements are about 10, 15 pounds higher. So eat all the ice cream you want, Josh.
0: Are there actually weight requir- requirements for a position? He
1: got sent home from camp.
0: Yes. Until yes. he got his weight down. Oh, right, right, right. I thought you meant like literally you had to be this weight, under this weight to play position. Yeah, that's going to oh, work no, out. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> we have that rule. Nebraska has that rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NCAA doesn't
0: care. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, yeah, I like this move. Uh, I just like that they're proactive in. I don't know how I don't think we're gonna see Joshua Fleeks take fifteen, twenty carries in the next two weeks, barring something, you know. No, but if he terrible. can take
1: if he can take five and then you don't have to burn Quentin Ives red shirt. Or if he can take five a game and then you don't, you know, run Anthony Grant into the ground before you're done with the Big Ten slate. Or
0: even Or even, you know, not taking carries, just using pass protection, using third down situations. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have a guy as experienced as him. Hey, let's throw him in the backfield. Let's protect our quarterback. You know, the other don't... thing
1: is it does give more slot reps. Uh, Malachi can play the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sort of move around different pieces. Obviously, Billy Kemp is your slot receiver. He's not going to play somewhere else, but Billy Kemp's not going to be on the field every play. Yeah. Um, so just another opportunity to get some of your uh, younger wide receivers onto the field.
0: I said this a lot, um, but I'll reiterate it. I love watching Anthony Grant play football. He is so fun to watch. I do too. He had that toe-tap touchdown. Unfortunately, that was called back. He probably should have had, you know, two at least two touchdowns. I I thought he was going to run for 150 yards. He did 135. I think if that play is not called back, he does have 150 yards. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a nice toe-tap. But He hits so hard. And that balance?
1: He, look, oh. he looks like he's punching people. He looks like he's punching people to finish runs. Like, he's, like, leaning back oof, with his shoulder. I mean, it's it's different than a truck because he's getting, like, torque behind it, too, you know? Got a hemi. It looks like an overhand right. Just he's finishing it with his shoulder.
0: He hits so hard. He he's got nice body control. He can spin around. You know, I love seeing those. Like he can keep himself up and gain. You know, one two more yards. He runs hard, and you can't really ask for that
1: much. And more. It, it seems like defenders aren't expecting it from him either, because mm-hmm. he looks slightly smaller. It almost looks like when he hits people, it looks like dudes are getting hit. it's like those defenders on like that show Wipeout. You know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a to box that
1: like springs out of the ground and punches people. That's yeah. like what it looks
0: like. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Okay. Hey, get, hey, great catch on that, Scott. You caught me lacking there for a second. I was going to skip right by it. All right. Uh, Big 10, not the uh, greatest weekend in the world for the Big 10. Uh, what are you talking of...
1: about, Joe? Huh? What are you talking about? Bad weekend for the Big 10? I said USC I... won, Oregon won, Washington won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boom! It's there we go, movie. Scotty. I forgot to set you up for that one too. That was all natural, baby. Um,
1: this was, was an awesome weekend for the Big Ten.
0: Very good. Hey, that was a nice one. That was very nice, Scott. Uh, so, for the current Big Ten teams, the teams currently uh, vying for Big Ten championships, not a pretty weekend. Uh, obviously, Ohio State gets a huge win over Notre Dame. Uh, and that's about it penn state beats the shit out of iowa
1: notre dame might fall back to earth a little bit this year and that win might not look as good as we thought
0: well what does falling back to earth for notre dame mean like usually they're not here's the thing i am kind of i'm impressed
1: two two more games
0: okay i mean they obviously lost this game against ohio state um i was impressed because i mean we've already seen what brian kelly you know, cause I think that's what Notre Dame fans is just, hey, don't be Brian Kelly, because we've seen Brian Kelly be Brian Kelly already down at LSU with their game against right. Florida State this year, where it was pretty competitive, and then they just got the hell beat out of them in the last bit. And Notre Dame certainly has some stuff to work on in the coaching yeah, category. Well, that was
1: them under Brian Kelly. They, they in the big games, would just get yeah. sunned by teams with better offensive lines. They would just run over them.
0: Man, how about Ryan Day just coming for Lou Holtz's head right away? Hey, I... Uh, Guys, hit what that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Sorry, go ahead, Scott.
1: Yeah, what, what is Ryan Day's problem? <laughs> he's, he seemed... That came off as like the most insecure thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, what are you doing watching Lou Holtz videos, Ryan Day?
0: He's a big fan of the Pat McAfee show. I, I, my, that, that's my guess. He's like, oh shit, I bet he's going to do the, the... He does
1: seem like... I could totally see him loving the Pat McAfee show. I, it is Ryan Day. How many tank tops does Ryan Day own?
0: Zero. Did you see those dance moves of him in the locker room? That was... I'm not a great dancer. I'm never, I never pretended to be. That was brutal. That was tough to watch from Ryan Day. That was a little... I think uh, every,
1: every Ohio guy has to have at least like three or four tank tops.
0: That's uh, fair. I do think Ohio guys are born in tank tops. Um, so the first game of the weekend was on Friday. I do like the Friday night games. I hate the Thursday games. A nice Friday game I do like. Uh, ironically,
1: uh, ooh, bad take. Uh, you
0: don't like Friday? High school football, joke. Oh, I'm talking college football Thursdays.
1: No, I know. I'm saying high school footballs, or Fridays for high school football.
0: Oh, I got you. I got you. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Friday night lights, baby. Um, so ironically, I had to go to a wedding on Friday. Obviously, a lot of talk about, you know, fall weddings and football. Uh, wasn't a problem at this wedding, except I was in Wisconsin, and Wisconsin was playing, ironically. It didn't seem like anyone really, really cared uh at the wedding not a big football crowd but uh Wisconsin gets a solid win over Purdue i don't know if they feel crazy confident uh so far Wisconsin does you know not a bad win i mean it's a big 10 opponent i mean purdue's not the best in the There's world
1: people uh i think what was it that that it was like btns site put out an official ranking they had purdue 14th in the conference
0: Ooh, the Purdue situation I don't, is can draw
1: from that. I mean, I think clearly Michigan State looks worse right now.
0: Oh, yeah. But,
1: um, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it, and so it, I don't think they're good. I don't think Wisconsin fans feel great about that win. They probably should have done it by more. They, that, I think what they're really concerned about is the defense giving up that many points to Purdue.
0: Uh, I only give up 17.
1: That's, well, I think that's more than they thought. <laughs> 17, 17 in any Big West game, in Big 10 West play, uh, anything more than 13 is a lot of points.
0: <laughs> I think when we look back on this era in Nebraska football, assuming we get you know pretty good again, uh, it's like, damn, we really fumbled the ability to potentially win the Big 10 solely just based on how bad the Big 10 West has always been. Right. I mean, Big 10 West yeah, is almost no, dead. There was never Oof. any
1: contender. Here's the thing the floor of the Big 10 West was very high. The worst team for a while was always like pretty decent. Um, yeah. Like this wasn't like Bo Pelini's Big Ten when like Minnesota was only winning four games a year. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just everybody was six to eight wins. And that was it. And they were all very content with that, too.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: How did Minnesota never make a Big Ten championship in that in the last like seven, eight years?
0: I don't know. They made one, didn't they? There. I
1: feel like they've been just as good. Uh, no, they as definitely as made some, one. Just as good as Iowa.
0: Did they really not make?
1: No, and Iowa and Northwestern's made two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, Iowa's made two. <laughs> Northwestern <laughs> won one game last year. Made four. Golly. Okay, moving on. Uh, Ohio State at Notre Dame. Obviously, we kind of touched on that one. Uh, Rutgers at Michigan. We should probably talk about that one. Um, kind of a common thread with Michigan's game. Uh, not pretty till halftime. Usually up like a touchdown against a much lesser opponent. This one better than their previous three. Uh, Rutgers started off with a bang. They had a seventy-five yard touchdown, the second play of the game, something like that, and then didn't score for the rest of the game. But hey, Rutgers made a little bit of noise early. A lot of uh, underdogs made some noise early, but obviously Michigan's able to grind it out. They get a win. Uh, JJ McCarthy throws for a couple hundred yards. Iowa at Penn State. This is everything I think we thought it would be. Uh, Scott, do you have any disagreement with that at all?
1: Um, no, I'm kind of disappointed, actually. I was really hoping that um, Brian Ferentz could hit that number of the magic number of 25 points per game by like literally one point. I think that would have been the perfect outcome. Just I to keep want him? To keep his job. This is the best ongoing joke in college football.
0: Do we know for sure that he's fired if he doesn't hit that, or is it like we're going to review it? Because I don't. Unless it's absolutely guaranteed, I think he might. Because I know Gary Bard is gone. They got a new athletic director, but I, I There's I'm on the-
1: no way a new AD is going to be like. I mean, it's it's it, it, Kirk, I mean, it's, Kirk. It's Kirk's show, man. Kirk might Kirk might step away before he fires his son.
0: I think when it goes bad for the Ferents, it it will go bad quickly. That's and he's my old.
1: opinion. He's getting up there. He's been there. He's been there coach since 2000.
0: Yeah. Ferrance Kirk is old. He's got some skeletons he's in been, his closet. he
1: Iowa uh, one year less than Tom Osborne was at Nebraska.
0: Jeez. And look, he's, if they want, you know, to make a big public stink and they want to get him out of there, I think they, uh, they could do that. He has some you've, not so pretty you've given things. Him a metric.
1: You've given him a success metric and he's,
0: I think about Probably
1: not hit it. They're, they're behind and now you're hitting big ten play. Yeah. Um, and the offense looks like shit. What did they have? 75 total yards. Uh, eight straight about... drive, three and out, or turnover.
0: That's awesome. I hey look, I'm starting to really I drove through Iowa to go to that wedding on Friday. It's prettier than I thought. I gotta be honest. It was looking uh... Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's seventy miles an hour That so that kind of pissed me off.
0: Okay, sorry. I was trying to find their uh, total yards. I got we 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 have to be uh,
1: I think it was like 33 plays for 78 yards.
0: Uh so I'm seeing 66, 76. There you go. 76 yards for Iowa. Hey, it was a whiteout. What are they supposed to do? Stuff. Uh Illinois barely beats the Casey Thompson lists FAU Owls. Uh not pretty. Yeah, Something you want
1: to you want just run through quick. What are like like our, our four games after Michigan? Um, so you got Illinois, Michigan State, Northwestern, Purdue. Do you want to So like it was like loss, barely win, big time loss, and then what did North Northwestern won? Northwestern beat Minnesota, so maybe we should be more scared of them. But
0: well, that might be more of a PJ Fleck thing than a Northwestern. Are we,
1: thing. Do we have what are what are our odds? What would you put our odds at going 4 uh, no? After this week,
0: oof. Okay, so we're talking about Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue, Michigan State. Um, mm-hmm. I think four and zero is very attainable and not so much because we've looked great. Uh, Illinois has looked worse, which is honestly is not that surprising to me. I didn't think Bert, Brett Bielma was that guy. I kind of think he just has years uh, occasionally.
1: He's kind of like a Bo Pelini, where like Lovey was a really good recruiter, and Brett is a developer of talent, and so while well, he had all of Lovey's talent, he was able to create a lot of NFL players and have really good defenses. Yeah, um, is that now, Chase much Brown's
0: gone? Uh, what's that? Do you know the sec, the guy in the secondary who's gone? Uh, defensive guy. Witherspoon. I, Witherspoon. He's gone. I miss him a lot. So Illinois, you know, I think Illinois can be a decent test. I don't think they're a great team. I don't necessarily know how our offense is going to look. Then you got Northwestern. Purdue, and then Michigan State literally just might be a free. I mean, we're we're, we're playing three teams. They're like, fuck, I hope we get Michigan one more State, win this season.
1: Yeah, Michigan State might be a free space. Uh, Now that they have fired their coach, their players have 30 days to enter the transfer portal and save this year of eligibility.
0: Yeah, can't play if they transfer yet, but they can save this year right. of eligibility and transfer. Or they yeah. can
1: save, right. And so you, you've got 30 days to do it. Uh, I imagine we see probably at least a dozen.
0: Oh, yeah, you're going to see a few. Gonna and so that's going to
1: be hurting their depth that's going to be hurting their top level talent uh you're going to get i mean what do they do they can't go with an internal hire so all these coaches are like you know what's the point am i coaching for my job or not mm-hmm. uh, and you're probably not going to get it um they're going to bring in someone new they were able to fire him for cause so whoever that donor was that gave them that apparently it was like one single donor was paying for what's his name's contract it was about $10 mel tucker year. mel tucker yeah
0: yeah at the time they i believe it was, it. it was the highest guaranteed yeah i'm sure they were pretty excited to be able to get rid of that uh just off the books completely um yeah okay so for i mean man our schedule looks so bad be- this is what's frustrating Right. It's because it's not, we weren't expecting to be unbelievable this year or anything like that. No. But this schedule is so bad. I mean, Colorado, I mean, they're already seriously struggling with depth and it's not going to get any easier. I mean, I don't know how many more games they win at all. I don't think Minnesota is very good. I see you have N I U LA tech, obviously Michigan's good. Illinois not good. Northwestern's bad with a freshly fired head coach. Purdue's not good. They have a new head coach, Michigan State's just fired their head coach. They're terrible. Maryland might be pretty good. They might be the fourth best team in the Big Ten. Wisconsin, maybe they're yeah, Maryland, right. Maryland's
1: the toughest game after Michigan.
0: Man, this schedule's insane. Look, if, I mean, if Harburg develops a little bit, you know, we can be uh we can be looking I pretty think, good.
1: I think there's a good shot. If we can get to, if we get three of the next four after Michigan, which I think is very reasonable, uh, I think Michigan State is free space. Oops. Sorry, Siri was going off there. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, Michigan State's a free space. Illinois, I think we should probably win that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northwestern, I don't know what to think. I think we probably should win that one. But, you know, Nebraska's going to drop a game that we, you know, or they might.
0: We already have. Um,
1: if we can get three in the next four, then you just have to take one from Maryland, Wisconsin, Iowa.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button really quick. We really appreciate it. Okay. And then we've got, how about Indiana and Akron going to quadruple overtime? How does that happen? I mean it's just barely getting that victory. But Did Indiana you see them
1: singing the song afterwards doing oh. all show tunes.
0: That was bad. It's not show tunes, it's a fight song. Have some respect for Indiana. That's
1: place. that's their fight song with yeah. the snaps.
0: Indiana. We're Indiana. We're Indiana
1: i uh i had to honestly seriously i had to turn the volume down i couldn't i couldn't watch that video
0: i thought i was gonna I could cry.
1: either have the volume up and look at the face and not look at the faces or like look at the faces and not have the volume i couldn't do both it was too much cringe
0: i thought i was gonna cry it was so do you see number uh i think two buddy on the left yeah they pan over and did the transfer portal yeah dead stare that's tough look we're, we're what's this is his name dennis allen Am Tom right? allen. tom allen and he hates Nebraska. He sucks. That guy fucking sucks. He's a douche. I'm, I'm not over the telling his players to... I hate... It's the number one pet peeve in all of sports is when guys have their players drop for injury. Look over the side. Hey,
1: get down, get down. Oh, yeah, totally right. Yeah, oh, the worst man. Yeah.
0: Oh, he stinks. I think he's probably my least favorite Big Ten coach. By far. I would say by far. Let me think? Yeah, it's not even close. Uh, I'm
1: gonna take Mel Tucker.
0: Well, you he can't. He's gone.
1: <laughs> he's gone. Can't do uh, that. No, uh, fine, I'll take. Um,
0: it's very negative of us. Kirk Ferentz
1: and PJ Fleck, I think, are both higher than those two. They're
0: yeah, PJ's good. hilarious. So you guys,
1: who I wish like um, ill upon. They are. Or they aren't. No, I I wish ill upon Kirk Ferentz and PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker or PJ Fleck. Sorry, PJ Fleck.
0: All right, that's gonna be the show. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in for our uh, first official live stream on the uh, beef state show. Uh, We had a lot of fun. If you guys enjoyed, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. You can find us obviously here on YouTube. Uh, If you're watching live and you can find us wherever you find your podcasts For 90% of the uh, 90% of the time. So I'm going to be hopping on the live stream. I'm going to try to do pretty much every night. Uh, Scott won't be able to join me every night, but he will be here uh, as often as he can. He's obviously putting in that work on the uh, gridiron. He's, he's doing that real work. Not like me. I'm
1: going to be going, um, we've got a long road trip this week. I'm traveling. Oh, that's uh, right. Literally eight hours. Per I saw game. that.
0: I saw that. Because I was, I was looking at your schedule. I was going to see if I could go to a game. I saw that game. I was like, fuck that. Not this one. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> no, going to that one. Yeah, and I'll be. Was uh, in
1: mountain time.
0: I'm going to be doing some uh, live streaming from down south, brother. Down in Orlando, yeah. Florida. You know,
1: you know what time I'm getting home, God's Joe?
0: country. 4 a.m. 4.30am. Nice. Oh, man. Are you going to sleep or are you just going to keep that thing rolling?
1: I'll I'll sleep. I'm I'm bringing NyQuil on the bus.
0: Oh, right, right, right. You're not driving? (laughs) You're not driving it?
1: Not the... I... No. You're not... I fall asleep while driving. I fall asleep while driving during the
0: day. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you.